Welcome to Chats Over Wine, where the chats are flowing and the wine is on point. Your hosts are Bella, Kat and Mel. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome. Welcome. So, Mel, how was your past week? Well, my past week, um, a little uneventful, I'm going to have to say. Um, the last couple of nights I've actually been having really crappy sleep and I'm not the only one that's actually been having really crappy sleep um so I've been listening to the other people and at the moment there's a a a, a there's a particular moon and it's called I'm probably going to get this completely wrong a welling gibson phase and um, and that's where the moon shrinks to 99.9% to 50.1%. 50, 50. Um, and normally there isn't, it shouldn't really affect us, but there, um, yeah, if anything, it should increase our, um, our enthusiasm and our sharing is stronger. But, um, yeah, and, and it's a phase where we're open to feeling the love and ambience um, as the outcomes, as we said, outcomes for goals and, and intention. But at the moment, I just cannot sleep. Like, and, and it's not just me. It's not just me. There are other, like, other women out there that are having this issue because I've been listening to them on Instagram it's crazy so so I guess what Mel is asking us is are we having trouble sleeping um not having trouble sleeping but definitely having irritable moods um but is it the world Gibson or Gibbons Gibbons mood it's probably Gibbons as I said I probably got it wrong (laughs) I know I'm born in a Gibbons moon yeah. what I have tattooed on my arm. So it's a warning Gibbons moon. I'm pretty yes. Um, and, yes, I'm quite irritable and very short, snappy. Mm. <laughs> Probably doesn't help with kids, but, you know. That's life. <laughs> yes, it is. No, I definitely feel the whole irritable and short-tempered uh, side of that plus I haven't been having the best sleeps but yeah so we so we're all just kind of lacking of sleep here and yeah. just moony miserable moles yeah well you know I really shouldn't be because this is supposed to be my month but clearly Pisces season is off to a great start well coming to an end at the moment isn't it it is it, it is, is coming to an end yeah because I feel like I'm very much about star signs and people and um, who gels with who and things like that. So, yeah. Well, yeah. me and Belle are both water signs, so. So what is there? There's your moon, there's your rising, and there's another one. It's your rising. Oh. Let us come back to next episode and yeah. we will have all your moon updates. But I, I, mine is really strange because water and fire doesn't mix, but my rising is Pisces and like my Sagittarius or something. Sagittarius moon? I think so, yeah, is Aries. So I'm mm. continuously at war with myself. 
Yeah. Hobbies um Sagittarius. I normally don't get along with Sagittarius or Scorpions. But I, I I'm on that cusp between Leo and Cancer and I do lean more towards a Leo, so yes. That's that's why I'm just the way I am, I suppose. Definitely a water sign for me. I know the water calms me down when I'm near the ocean and I can also turn just as fierce as what this, the ocean can be. So <laughs> I have both, both sides. Calm yeah. as can be and fierce as can be. Yeah, I definitely feel that for sure. Hmm. Excellent. So um, how was your week, Kat? Mine was good. It was my son's birthday last Wednesday and we had his birthday party on Sunday. Um, the only downfall was one of the kids uh, fell over and um, smacked her head on the tiles and created a massive egg, which she ended up having to go to the ED. She's fine now. She had a day off at daycare. But so I feel so bad. Like I kept telling the kids, stop water, spraying water on the tiles. But yeah, how can you stop that? Like really, how can you stop that? People need to make better tiles that are like waterproof or water resistant or just if it does get wet, it's not going to be fucking slippery. <laughs> like come on. Um, yeah, and other than that, my new job's been going really well and I've been making sales and that's, yeah, it's going, going good. Fucking tired because there's a lot to take in, but yeah, it's been going good. That's awesome. That's fantastic. And your week, Belle? Well, I had my birthday weekend the week before I started uni. Um, We ended up going out, which was really good. We hung out with some of our friends. I had dinner, played a little bit of putt-putt on the Saturday night. Uh, then we went out for dinner with my parents, which was really good. And then Monday was my first day back at uni, and that was my actual birthday. So after class, a friend of mine, we just went and got lunch, and we decided to sit down and have a yarn Why we had some good food. And, but, yeah, other than that, that was, my, that was my birthday weekend. And I had dinner with my partner's parents and his family. They came over, and we all had dinner together but yeah just just a chill birthday happy 20th for me but I've been making everybody feel like really old because I'm the youngest member in my team and then I was talking to my friend the other day because I'm in like full swing of uni rotation like I can't get out of it now so like every day it's uni every night uni the other day I couldn't go to sleep because uni was on my mind so I just I didn't sleep until I got that done but, yeah, I was talking to her and I was like, oh, yeah, I must make you feel really young because she's about 23 turning 24. And she was like, yeah, you do. I was actually, when you first met my partner, I didn't tell him how old you were. And then I asked him after he met you how old he thought you were. And he was like, oh, I thought she was our age. And my friend was like, no, nah, she's like 20. She's 19. And he was like, oh, my God, she's so mature for her age. And I was like, yeah, I get that all the time. You are definitely mature for your age. Sometimes. Sometimes. In saying <laughs> that, I did get very trash last Friday. You're meant to at 20. Um, 
I ended up mixing. So we went, um, we had a belated Christmas party and we went to a restaurant called Blackbird. Have you been? No, but I've heard it's really nice. It's really nice. Really expensive. A bit upmarket. A lot upmarket. A lot upmarket. Oh, my God. And because I'm not used to going to expensive restaurants and I looked at the menu and I almost fell out of my chair. And you know how you get a little bit of anxiety because you're like, I don't really know what to order. Everything on here is expensive. What are we talking expensive here? Main meal, come on. Oh, main meal? 50 bucks? $75 for a steak. That's not even including like any size. Yeah, that sounds about right. Not too bad a nice restaurant. That is. Go there on a public holiday and see how expensive it does come. I don't think it's too expensive for a steak <laughs> restaurant cooked to perfection. What was that? <laughs> what did you have? I had steak. I had Wagyu steak. <laughs> I had nice. I'm going to a steak restaurant. What am I going to get? <laughs> Lamb? No. Uh, chicken? I'm going to get steak. Chicken. I'd get chicken. I, I actually have a friend that does that. You go to like an Italian restaurant and she'll order something not Italian. You go to a steak restaurant and she'll go, Oh, can I get fish and chips? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, nah, I'm it was really nice though, but I ended up mixing my alcohol. So they come around and you so we all got a wine for the table. And you drink down to like you drink your wine down, and then they'd come and fill it up, and they continuously did that. I so hate it when are, that happens. It's amazing. <laughs> I thought I was actually, you know, denting my wine. I'd turn around and look back, and there was still more in there. And then I ended up getting onto a gin cocktail, which was really, really nice. And I had about two of those. And then we went somewhere else, and then I got onto the tequila margaritas. I was mixing alcohol like it, there was no tomorrow. Let me tell you something. I woke up with a killer hangover on Saturday. At 3 a.m. in the morning, I woke up because I just felt so sick with a headache. Yeah. Tequila will do that. Mm-hmm. Mixing your drinks will do that. Yeah. yeah. you didn't have an apple cider when you went to bed. No. I actually woke up at that 3 a.m. and was like, need BCAAs. <laughs> What is BCAAs? You explain it. You're better at it. It's electrolytes pretty much. Yeah, so you have it um, when you go to the gym um, and while you're training, so it just keeps up your hydration levels. And um, yeah. So it's squelchy pretty much. You can get them at the hardware store and it's like electrolyte powder that you stick into your water. Yeah, 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 a little similar, yeah. Yeah, and it just has, like, um, your magnesium and everything in it. It's literally just full of vitamins and electrolytes. I think it has creatine in it as well. Oh, not the one I and get. And some kind of pre – do not be surprised if it has some kind of little pre-workout in there as well. Probably, yeah. but anyway, it's it's mostly just for, like, muscle recovery. And let me tell you something, I drunk that, like, no tomorrow. So you need to send me that. So I can find out where I can get it up here. Oh, does any nutrition store, chemist warehouse, it's BCAAs. Literally BCAAs. Oh. Yeah. I have chemist warehouse near me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll be searching. <laughs> <laughs> 
But, Mum, you wanted to talk to us about Morgan Wallen's top yes. hits. I, oh, my God. So I was looking, God, I don't know where, but it was this afternoon I was looking online. And Morgan Whalen, who we all know is going to the CMC, and Bella is going there too, and I'm not. Mm-hmm, I get it. He has four number one hits at the moment in the top ten Billboard charts. I think it's in America. Most probably, but he did just come out with a new album that everybody is loving. They're acing it. And the way more exciting thing is he might be doing a duet with um, Luke Combs. Which cat is? I know who Luke Luke Combs is, yeah. Okay. I've got a friend actually going to see Luke Combs soon. So, so... I wish I was. Uh, you would you would actually know Morgan Whalen because he has he's on he's, he's on the charts. Yeah, okay. like, so in, he's pop country, so yeah. a lot of people know him. I'd have to hear his song for me to actually realize who it is. Why you gotta be so heartless? Yep. Um, you pray. <laughs> yeah, let me take that. <laughs> I need something new proof. Something stronger than I'm used to. Oh, maybe. I think I'll have to actually Google it once. <laughs> Let's Google that. Yeah, and we, um, we will also put a link in our show notes of his our, new album. His new album and our favourites of yeah, Morgan Whalen. Definitely. So that let- sounds good. Yeah, and everybody out there, get on the bandwagon. Uh, no. No, don't. Actually, get off the bandwagon because <laughs> I want to go to the CMC next year and I don't want all those tickets sold. Nobody nobody buy tickets next year. <laughs> so, <laughs> so moving on to that. What Unless pot- someone buys them for you. Oh, yes. yeah, that's – that's if they want to sponsor us to, like, be there next year, like, just do a continuous podcast, we could do that at the CMC. Oh, for sure, definitely. Yeah. So what I wanted to move on to is what hot gossip – caught your eye this week or that you wanted to talk about? Jeez, I think this is going to be um, a hot gossip that's going to be hitting everyone's eyes and ears at the moment and it's just basically uh, the youth crime rate in Australia. It is so bad right now and right now I know with Cairns we've uh, I think it was last year, we had about 2,000 cars stolen. And that's a pretty big figure for stolen cars. And it's still climbing. Yeah. So when we're talking youth crime, we're talking um, statistics actually say between the ages of 10 to 17 years old. Um, so we're talking about children that can that are prosecuted as a juvenile. Yep. And um, so... <clears throat> With the population in crime and the youth offenders, um, we've actually have seen a significant rise um, in youth youth crime. So from 20, um, 2021, um, there's been 1,785, um, actually, there's been a decrease. And this is going to sound really strange, but there's actually been a decrease between 2020 and 2021 compared to 21 and 2022, uh, which is actually really strange. Um, but these are Queensland statistics. Uh, and um, so and when we're talking about the types of crime, 
Um, we, it, majority of them are stealing cars, using illicit drugs, um, sniffing deodorant cans, uh, break and entering. We've even got a few cases up here where they're attacking the female residents and actually, um, going up a little bit further than they should be and now it's getting to the point where we're going to start having vigilantes and I'm pretty sure in Cairns region ourselves we have the helicopter going searching for stolen cars at least at least once a day. Yeah I know in Townsville um, heard it on the news that the youth are actually um ramming police cars now like as in they just there's no care factor and uh, i just i just wonder what what's going to happen um and, and to the i call them the little people because that's how i look at you know people under 25 i call them the little people i just wonder what's going to happen to them because you know here they are they are literally at the moment living a, a life of crime and it i purely think it is because they're bored and they don't have that guidance and, and that mentorship that they should be having at that age the, and that discipline. And I don't mean that discipline as in, oh, we should be spanking them or anything else like that, but that discipline to know what, right from wrong and somebody to pull them up. Uh, I, I don't I don't know. Everybody knows right from wrong. You know not to do that. And it's not... I don't think it's necessarily right from wrong per se because you know it's wrong not to steal the car, but they're doing it anyway. You know it's wrong not to go into someone's home and harass them and break and enter. And as Kat says, go that step forward and cause physical harm to them and pretty much torment them in their own home. Like, that's wrong. Everybody knows that's wrong. Like There's, there's no even been another step where one someone we knew uh, his house got broken into and one of the kids had actually uh, killed the cat. So he was devastated. And the worst thing was my brother went to school with this person. That killed the cat? Yep. Mm. So he knew exactly who it was but wouldn't say anything. I was... <laughs> He knew why he wouldn't say anything because my hubby would have done something. But that's how far it's going. Like people are not feeling safe in their own homes. They're going to take it that one step further where the, the vigilante sort of style comes into place because they want to protect their homes. They want to protect their kids. They want to protect the shit that they worked fucking hard for instead of having some little shit steal it out of their homes and just waste away money, and especially taxpayers' money. The like the police are getting the shits. They're basically they're picking these kids up. They know who it is. They take them to the watch house, and the next day they let they're let out. Like it's just a big fuck you in their face. That all their hard work of catching these guys, and they're just getting let straight out. Like this is the shit that is going on, and they know that there's no consequences. They know there's no fear of what will be the counterproductive thing of actually stealing these cars or anything else that they do? Like it's just going, we're having stabbings up here as well with youth crime. And these are starting from like ages of six, 
not 10 or 12, they're starting from ages of six up here, which is so horrible. Like a six-year-old shouldn't be, shouldn't even know how to break into a fucking house or a car, but yet they do. Or stab somebody. I mean, let's be honest. Oh. Like we, your six-year-olds should be in bed asleep. Like they're grade oneers. Yeah. Yeah. My kid's five and he's mm-hmm. in bed right now. Mm-hmm. Like there is no way in hell I would let him out of the house past this time. Like no way in hell. He's yeah. five. Because you're a responsible parent. So I honestly think that these young children are neglected and they don't have responsible parents. Yeah, I, I really do. They don't have that safe, they, they don't have that safety net. They don't have a safe space to be little people. They don't, they can't go to bed at night time and know that, you know, they're going to be not harmed and they're not going to be woken up. You know, when mum and dad are drinking all the time or, or mum and dad are fighting and there's, um, you know, domestic violence in the household and they're not getting around in the pokey area. Yeah, it's, and so I I personally think, okay, I get that um, there's a lot of issues and things like that, but I'm a little bit like, what can we do? What what is the solution out there? And, And I'm not saying like, you know, take these kids off their parents or anything like that, but what, what, what is the solution out there? There's actually been an article that's been produced recently in the Cairns Post and it's to do with a uh, farm and this guy who made it a youth camp out in the middle of nowhere and took the kids, instead of juvenile court or juvenile detention, the kids were taken there and basically learned the lessons of life and what the right way of going about it and had a bit of guidance. Uh, that was in play for quite a few years, but because of government funding, it was diminished. And now people are starting to realise that that needs to be put back in place and they're trying to get it back. Um, however, whether it happens or not is a different story. I think it's a great solution. It means the kids are in an area where they can't actually access these sort of properties and businesses and everything else and they are actually getting the guidance that they need and deserve. So I hope it goes through. But funding is the biggest thing, definitely funding. Did anywhere in that article, did they say how successful it was? It didn't say the stats, but I have read into it before and it was quite successful. Um, But the funding was the reason why it was, like, stopped because they weren't getting proper funding because they need the staffing, they need the food, they need all the electricity and all the, like, obviously your normal household stuff that is required to run this and obviously your licensings and all that sort of stuff and the funding was just was not there, so it got stopped. So I'm really, really hoping this will go into play because it might actually cut the youth crime quite dramatically but we'll see how it pans out I, I guess government needs to pull their fingers out of their asses instead of thinking soft parenting is a great way of going yes the government actually do need to do something and take some some responsibility for letting this actually happen um and, you know and I'm, I'm not blaming the police but I'm actually blaming the legal system um, there's got to be there's a solution there and we just 
need, need to work together at, as a community to be able to, you know, solve this problem. I, I don't think violence is the answer. Um, I don't think vigilantes is, is the answer. I, I think there's got to be another solution out there um, to, to assist these young people to feel safe, to feel secure in their place, in, you know, in life and to know and to have a bit of direction and guidance. I, I just have one question. How would you guys feel if someone broke into your house at the dead of night and you know that, like, your kids are there? What, what would you do? Because personally, I would beat the shit out of someone if no they one, walked into my no house. No one would know that they broke in. But, like, if if you did know. But then the, the, the scary I nobody know. would no know. No one else would know. <laughs> That somebody broke in, and if they did, it'd be like, "What do you mean they broke into my house?" I didn't see them. What are you talking about? They? <laughs> how did they get into my house in the first place? I, I, all I'm saying, all I'm is saying, like, is the, the vigilantes. Don't break into my house. It, it, it wouldn't I've really got a few be, dogs to feed too, you know. It it, it wouldn't be, really be vigilantes. It's just would be people trying to protect their property because as soon as you step onto someone's land, you're trespassing. Just like that person who was caught in um, some dude's daughter's bedroom and he actually killed him. That was in Ipswich. Thank- Thankfully, that guy got let off, but they were wanting to charge him with murder when it was actually defending his daughter. Like, someone was in my kid's bedroom and fucking do the same thing. Nothing would stop me. Anyway, it's like I, I don't think it's necessarily vigilantes. I don't think we're going to have, I mean, we could possibly have people out on the street, but I think it will most likely be people watching other people's houses along with um, people going to sleep now with weapons beside them, people having alarms on their doors so as soon as something opens, it goes off and they're awake and they're alert and they know what's happening. We actually have groups patrolling some of the Cairns areas. So there are vigilantes out there and it is happening. Yeah. Yeah. They they work in what I've seen because I've been a part of this group and they do work in with the police force so they don't go against the regulations and the laws but they are there to sort of prevent it from happening and try to apprehend the asp- the the criminals at hand. Handed. I'm just going to call them, yeah, I'm just going to call them criminals because that's what they're doing. Um, so they try and apprehend them, hold them until the police rock up, all that sort of stuff. But again, all that work, all that effort just goes to waste as soon as they're let out the next day. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Which is actually really sad because unfortunately there is no consequence for these youths doing this criminal activity yeah and to put how bluntly they do get we have a police officer that lives up the road from us and she had just finished her night shift so this was like two three in the morning she was winding down and the little shits broke into her house stole shit and then strolled past our house which we have security cameras and her captain told her that we had camera so she came to us directly to ask for security footage but it's a police officer's house while she was awake what i'd have to say to this cat is 
don't walk past your house if you're going to steal a cro- if you're going to do a crime. That is all I've heard right now. Oh yeah. yeah, the car that drove into our liquor land down the road parked it right next to our trucks, and we heard it all on security again, which got handed to the police again. <laughs> Wonder what kind of wine they stole. Just saying. Just saying. I don't think they stole any wine. Like we had when I was Images. working at the. I had the pub that I was working at, had a phone call that morning saying people had broken in. We had security footage of ages 6 to, I think it was about 15, using the fire hose to break down the door, which took quite a fucking while, just to steal one bottle of rum. There was liquor everywhere and they stole one bottle of rum. Just one. That's a lot of effort, Bundaberg Nasty Rum. You know, all I can think of is Captain Jack Sparrow on the boot. Hi, Why is the rum always good? <laughs> Why is the rum always gone? <laughs> oh, now I've got a picture. I'm so weird. That is definitely going on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is actually running down. I mean, he, he is. Find he him. is. Yes. Running down the beach and he's like, hey, that's awesome i mean we shouldn't laugh at this but i mean that's actually quite funny and uh, you know what and this where's the rum they stole it that's where it's gone (laughs) it's gone the stealers poor jack sparrow (laughs) (laughs) it turns out he's the one stealing and if he's running down the beach yeah (laughs) but this this shows how and naive and innocent these kids are they're breaking in and they're stealing a bottle of rum just yeah. one just and that one was, i was working there pre-kids so that would have been like six seven years ago when that happened and now it's just like gone through the roof of this breaking breaking and entering stabbing yeah. attacking and actually raping females and it's just just out of control. Like a woman should not feel unsafe in her own home. A male should not feel unsafe in his own home. Kids should not feel unsafe in their own home, but they do. Yeah, no, Which... absolutely. No, definitely agree with you there. Yeah. I'm very passionate about this. Mm. Yeah, it, it's definitely a hot topic. And um, in our show notes, we actually, um, we, we capture everything, some articles for you to read, some statistics, um, some news articles. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, especially if you want to read about it more, um, go ahead, click those, re- read more. But yeah, I really have to stress, just be careful get your security cameras, get your security alarms, like do everything in your power that doesn't involve harming someone before, like have all these security measures in place. Yeah, just to deter people um, instead of coming to harming people because that's the last thing that you want to have on your conscience. Especially a little person. Yeah. If they're in my house and threatening my kids, Probably. Oh, nothing ain't gonna stop me. No, of course not. And I'm not. I'm just saying, just have these um, security systems in place to be like, look, I had these in place. They still entered. They're trespassing. I have 
all right to I'm actually surprised no one has entered our house considering my hubby sits on his computer playing Call of Duty swearing to the top of his lungs at all the bullshit that comes out of his mouth they probably walk past and go fucking nope nope not going there yeah Hey, somebody walks past the top of my street and my dogs are going off like frogs in socks. So nobody will ever be breaking into my house. Yeah. (laughs) I have seen um, people with dogs, uh, especially multiple dogs, they seem to advert people from coming into their house. doesn't necessarily stop them because they do get a bit aggressive and start baiting the areas to get into their houses. But if they don't get their houses yet, dogs definitely definitely help let me tell you something my dog would be living inside with me and she would be a very big dog like clyde yeah oh fuck me mm. nobody came near the house with clyde around uh not even yeah no not clyde, even our friends came yeah. to our house with clyde around clyde was a different <laughs> breed he yeah he, he'd get out and think he owned the suburb the pro- yeah that yeah. sounds about right <laughs> Yeah. With that being said, I just want to wrap this up because I think we've put a nice little bow on it. Um, I mean, it's definitely going to be something that we will continue to keep up with, keep everybody up to date with, just in case uh, the government finally decides to pass new legislation. I don't think they will anytime soon, but With that being said, thank you for tuning in to Chats Over Wine. We really appreciate you listening and providing us with feedback. Please follow us on our socials at Chats Over Wine on Instagram and send us an email to chatsoverwine1 at gmail.com. We are looking forward to your questions and thoughts. If you would like more information on this episode, please look at the show notes and don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. Until next time, we're going to love you and leave you. Mel, Cat, and Belle. Ciao.